Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood, Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. What's going on, my hello, lady? Hello, my love. <laughs> and happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. I mean, Susan when we Mush. when we post it, it will be two days from now. But today, while we are recording it, it is in fact. Oh, not two days. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is when this will be going. That is an accurate description of how this week has been going, in fact. All right. But it's mom's birthday today, so happy Happy birthday, birthday. mama. We love you. We Um, love you. I love your haircut, by the way. Oh, thanks. You got a haircut yesterday. Yeah. It looked really good. Yeah. I I had uh, corporate headshots for my day job today. How'd it go? It was good. It was nice. Um, It's funny. I think I'm probably the only person that does that, that uh, wants to get their photo taken for a living or wants to be in front of a camera for a living. I think everyone else <laughs> yeah. that does it, while they don't mind the experience, they prefer to be not in front of camera. Yeah, so but you're it, used to getting yeah. you know, your picture taken. My eyes are so sensitive, though, uh, to light. It's so silly. Was it in studio, outdoors? No, outdoors. You did outdoors. Natural light. My, yeah. my eyes. I'm just such a little... My eyes are so sensy. Oh. Um, yeah, how, how's your week been? Ty- good. Tiring? Uh, tiring, but, but good. We went back to... Um, Piper this week for a for Lila's little pre pre preschool class pre pre and she really liked seeing everybody and yeah. all the toddlers in the month long winter break they, they grew so much they so to watch people grow. come in we were like whoa look how big you got and then she also officially got into yeah, preschool which is weird it's weird to think about enrolling her I know baby our in baby she'll be starting in um September the and the two year olds she'll be she'll be the poppy the poppy it's really cute yeah three days a week. For three hours. Yay. You get nine hours back to I yourself. Get nine hours. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where I won't be able to come home and teach or anything in that window. There no, won't be enough you, time. Maybe you can but go I to can a class. Go to a class or go to just sit someplace brunch or just, right, just have, have, have some have me time. You time. Very what is that? Well earned. Right. Well deserved. Speaking of a class, I went yesterday for the first time since having Lila back to a workout class. Thank you, Emma Good. Thank you, Emma, and thank you for, for hanging in here and no, letting me go do no, that. No, there's no thank you. There's just I just do. appreciate no, I'm the glad partnership. You appreciate it. And that, I think... Because I'm really not good at asking for it or doing it, and, and I just really well, since, appreciate... Since Lila's been born, you've done such an immense job of like taking over the home life for us and allowing me to have the space to try to continue to grow artistically and to continue yeah. to grow as a producer at my day job, like in life. And uh, I feel like I've had much more of a social life since Lila was born than yeah. you. Yeah, so I don't think true. I don't think it's thank yous in order. It's more like I'm grateful to you for finally like just getting out of the house. Hey, yeah, no, I really I really am. I um, mean, I love one-on-one time with Lila, so it's not yeah. really like a, it's a pain. Yeah, and I'm glad you guys had, had that, whole, that whole time yesterday. Yeah. But um, guys, holy cow. Having not gone to a Hot 8 yoga bar class since... Were you at Hot 8? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, which that was my that was my jam before I got pregnant, yeah. but you can't do hot bar or hot yoga no, or hot classes when you. you're pregnant. So it has been over two years mm-hmm. since I have done one of these yeah. classes. And good God, it is hard. It is so hard. It's hard when you... It is so hard. Um, but it was great. It I took... Way fewer breaks than I thought I was going to well need done. to, which was great. Um, and at one point, the teacher, you know, she was going around and she sees me and she was like, excellent form, very sharp. And I was like, woohoo. And then felt like I was going to keel over. But it <laughs> felt really good. And then I went to the grocery store and I was like, wow, I'm in workout clothes. I just did a serious workout and now I'm at the grocery store. Who am I? What is, what is What is this? This could be a regular thing. You just have to make it a regular thing. I know. But then I was sad that, you know, I didn't get to 
be home for bedtime either. So it was like this whole yeah, but finding the middle ground, but it did feel good after I just want to put this out there. Long time. I want to put this out there. Yeah. I'm not home for bedtime routine a lot. I know. I'm glad you got to do it. It is something that I'm always sad to miss out on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a necessity, you know? Yeah. And there are going to be times where we have to. Yeah. I have to be doing things. And so do you. It's true. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Just just tired, but nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, nothing. Any artistic developments? Anything new coming up? Um, Since the last week? I helped a friend kind of style her headshot shoot which was entertaining because that's usually more your uh your yeah. thing but it, it was really How fun was I, it was great and i was she mm. sent you photos of looks mm-hmm. and we were putting things together great. and how'd it go be, great uh feel good about the color palette you uh, yeah patterns color palette really getting the personality because you and i were just talking about this one thing actors fall into and i really said this to her and I've said this to other people, yet I also fall into the trap myself because that's what actors do. You go, I have to have the clean commercial shot. I have to have the young mom shot or the young dad shot or the like teacher. But if it's not you, you yeah. it's pointless. You need it. A, you do need to have the shot, but it needs to authentically be you in the shot as this char- the, you know, the character types. But you still need to be you in the eyes and have your personality come through. I so it's finding that middle ground. For me, um, very early on in LA, I was lucky to have enough people, my friends, probably you included back then, say, like, if it's not something you'd actually wear or if it's not if it's how not your hair you'd really wear, yep. would show up to the audition. Then like don't do you, it. Because so much of our life we're running to and from in this town and in LA that your headshot is a, a moment in time of you, but yeah. it's got to be you. Right. So if your hair is super quaffed, but you don't keep your hair always like that, you have to be mindful of the fact that, all right, cool. So for a little while, your brand is now the person with the swept bangs or whatever and your bangs so make sure continue you go in with that. to need to be swept because right. that's who they brought it. Little things like that. Um, but people who will be like, this is my you know, my macho look or this is my this look and they go in the face of and I'm going to make a serious face. They lose who they are in the picture. Yeah, it's a cool shot, but it's not them. Yeah. So you just have to make sure you're truly yeah. you. Always. Yeah. Um, which is interesting as you know, you and I will most likely be getting shots again soon. Soon. And yeah. we've been telling like, ASAP for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But yeah, no, aside from that, nothing really. I wanted to sit down and play the piano the other day and I didn't. And okay. I, I wish well, I had. You should. I know. But aside from that, no, what about you? Um, I had our first meetup for my guys group the other Mastermind. night. Which is great to start off the new year with um some new perspective, new focus, new energy. Um, 2020, guys, this is the year we do it. I don't know what it is, but 20, this is the year D, we do 20. it. Um, and I felt really good. I'm really confident about all the potential this year holds, and I'm really excited to do the work. That's and great. I think this is, hopefully, I can keep myself uh, pinned to this, that I um, don't laze out and get content, because I think that's one yeah. of the biggest things to go back it's an episode or two. It's very easy to do that. I just, yeah, I just get very content, and I get very content with... Uh, where I'm at, and I realize the only way you grow is in discomfort. Yeah. And I have to be grateful and happy that I have my friends and my family as my affirmation. And if I'm seeking affirmation in this industry, it's the wrong place. It's probably the one, not yeah, the you, one career yeah. path, but one of many <laughs> career paths where... You should not be seeking that. You shouldn't be seeking that. You should no. be seeking growth. And growth and artistic fulfillment and... Creation yeah. and I don't know about fulfillment because I don't think all art. I, I, I think well, that's well, a, that's you, a, you get to it. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, the goal the to strive. The, long, the, strive the long for is artistic fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing artistically this week, actually, I never go 
to the SAG screenings now that I'm a mama. How was it? Um, and I went to go see the marvelous Mrs. Maisel with the the cast panel afterwards, and it was it was a treat. It was a real Tony treat. Shalhoub. I um I love Tony Shalhoub. I've always have Kevin Pollak. Uh, he made an Avalon reference, and I think I was the only one who picked up on the reference, and I kind of went, did he say? I went, whoop. So they were talking about inspiration for your characters, because for those of you who don't watch, it's it's Jews, Upper West Side, in, in the 50s, New York. Um, and he mentioned how one of the people he kind of modeled his character after is the actor who plays the brother who does the famous line in Avalon, you cut the toiki. And he said, you cut the toiki? And I went, whoop. And he like went, hey, there's one. There's one. <laughs> he was like, he like pointed at like in my direction. It was very funny. Um, it's a very underrated movie. Avalon. It's so good. It's, it's my family's movie. But uh, Rachel Brosnahan, I mean, she's just, she's phenomenal in this role. And it's been amazing to see uh, her career path and, and what's happened and explode. Over the last five years. But one reason I used to love going to the SAG panels, because I used to go, the year I was on the nominating committee, I was at everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I love going to the ones where they go, you and a guest are cordially invited uh, with the Q&As afterwards because we're peers and everyone in the room are all actors and we've all, we're all going for the same thing and the people up there have, you know, you don't want to say have made it, but are doing what you want to do. They're working, in a, they're working in a high enough profile degree that they can survive yes, solely on their so, Exactly. But this panel, and on all panels I've been to in the past have all mentioned that to a degree, these ones, every single person from Tony Shalhoub, Rachel, to Jane Lynch, to the, the adorable actress who plays the maid, because she was there too. They all went, we love doing these because we are you and you are us. Yeah. We were there. We are going to be there again when, you know, the show. It's just, it was the first time every cast member, regardless of success and how many years they've been in the business versus the newbies who are really gaining success with this show, all had that like I'm buzzing talking about it. They all had that thing of, we're all actors. We're all doing this together. We were sitting in those seats listening to other people talk about their it's shows. Possible. Here we are. Keep going. And it was just one of those th- kind of magical. It was also incredibly hot. The AC broke, and they <laughs> we didn't realize what was happening. And at the end of the screening, we were kind of like, oh, this is warm. And halfway through, Kevin Pollock again went, man, like. Or, I don't remember what he said, but it was something about the heat or where we were. And every, he goes, is it is it hot in here? It's so hot in here. We all started laughing. But it was just real. There was no, we are actors on the show. It was, hey, we love coming to work. We love doing this. We admire this person. We admire that person. And it was wonderful. I loved it. Lila did not have a good time with me leaving. <laughs> that was entertaining. But... Um, I really enjoyed going, and it felt like I was connecting a little bit back to Was that to two nights in a row you got me. to get out of the house? Yes, which Lila was pissed about. Okay, well. She was not happy about it. This is the reality of I know, which then made me feel mom guilty. Life. But, you the know, thing I is, we'll work had to it. do some things we'll for me. We'll work through it. Yeah, and it was good. I'm not, never going to tell you how to feel, but I'm always going to encourage you to find why you feel that way. And, and work through it, it and analyze so you can it. work through it. I agree. I agree. So that, yes, that is the extent of the artisticness. Speaking of artisticness... We really are in the throes of awards season. Yeah, we're in the middle of it. And the uh, SAG, SAG uh, Awards are SAG Sunday. SAG Awards are Sunday. Final votes are due by the Friday 17th. Friday at noon, guys, so make sure so you vote. All of all of you vote, union vote, actors, vote, 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 vote by vote. Friday noon Pacific time. Pacific time. 3 p.m. Eastern. 
for the people who listen to this on the East Coast that are also actors. The look on your face when you said that was rather adorable. I think I was trying to find the word. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're trying to say right now. Uh, but the Oscar nominations came out this year. and You're generally very good at picking Oscar winners. I am. But you haven't seen but a lot this year. But I haven't seen everything this year because so Momness do does that. Do you want to go through like the top let's few? Let's take a look. Um, all right. Let, so let's let's this is this is always out. great as a non-visual medium. But so for best picture this year, we have uh, nominated are ah, Ford versus Ferrari, okay. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. I think the uh, Dark Horse is Parasite. I think, in opinion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the front runners are 1917, 1917, Joker, and Once, Once Upon, Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Little Women yet. I really, really want to. Um, Although, maybe in a year in which a lot of female directors, all female directors, have been snubbed, they may give it to Little Women. They might women give for it to Little point. Women as an apology to Greta Kerwick, but I don't, I, she's already uh, won. So I don't think. We, I mean, I'd have to see it before making that call, yeah, but it, it looks incredible. But. It is definitely possible. 1917 was the surprise at the Globes and how much it, it won. Yeah. Um, we'll see what it does at the SAG because that is generally a, a, a pretty good, good indicator. Yeah. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we also still We were just talking about this see. earlier. The Irishman, while we were excited to finally see because we still need to watch it, um, it's a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. How... How is a three and three a half, and half hour, hour movie? movies? <laughs> there are two of them in this category. Well, also, like, you're out over three hours. You could have cut something. <laughs> you could have cut something. So if they're also, if those movies are I'm also curious. nominated for editing, that's going to be Oh, how interesting. I didn't think about that. Um, do you, do you want to go on to lead actor? Let's go on to, um, okay. let's go more the order where they, they do it. Okay, Performance by actor in a, in a supporting role. Supporting role. Um, all right, I, I'm kind of thinking it's Brad Pitt's year, just okay. because... So the nominees are, for supporting actor, you have Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Who was incredible. Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, mm-hmm. Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci coming out of retirement for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, to be fair, you and I have only seen one thing in this category thus far. We have so much we have to catch up on. Um, Anthony Hopkins is always so phenomenal, always yeah. so phenomenal, and I'm sure Pacino and Pesci are fantastic. Pitt won the Globe. Yeah. And I've been hearing about Pitt's performance and just how wonderful it is, and he's never had an acting win at the Oscars. True. So I'm thinking it might be his year, but Tom Hanks embodied Mr. Rogers so beautifully, beautifully. So beautifully. So it'll be a tough call. Tom Tom might swoop in. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be Brad, though. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking I, Brad. I think, uh, to me, it's in this order. Uh, order of likelihood would be Brad Pitt, Tom Hanks, Joe Pesci, Anthony Hopkins, and then Al Pacino. Now, based on not seeing any of those yet, what makes you put that as the order? Order. Um, Joe Pesci came out of retirement to do this, and he everyone did. is singing his praises in the performance. That's true. That's true. Um, the Two Popes is not a popular enough film, and it's also like always a really interesting query the pop the popularity and the controversy of the Catholic Church. Um, true, true. And then okay. Al Pacino, while he was vintage Al Pacino, I feel like, and this is no offense to an amazingly talented actor, I feel like a lot of his, I don't want to say shtick, because that's so demeaning, mm-hmm. um, is, it's like Al Pacino being vintage Al Pacino, what are we awarding him for? 
he deserves the nomination for the breadth of his career. He deserves the nomination for it being such an amazing piece, but at the same time. Uh, he always delivers and he's incredible. But that, that's a good point. All right. All right. So then be supporting actress? Supporting actress. We've got... Dun, dun, dun. Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh in Little Women. And Margot Robbie in Bombshell. So I was surprised by some of these. It always surprises me how some years the Globes nominations and the Oscar nominations completely line up. And then some years it's not at all. And all of a sudden the Oscar nods come out and it's like, oh, this person got left off and Mm. this person went on. Uh, Again, haven't seen Little Women, but I'm very curious about Florence and her performance. And I'm not very familiar with her just because I haven't seen much lately. She's the one from Midsummer. She's the one from, um, oh, what was the other one? I, I looked her up and was like, oh, you did that too. And in each movie, she looks completely different. That's Hair, good. makeup, like looks totally just different. just named two other departments that have nothing to do with our job. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm being facetious. I mean, in one I'm movie, she's a blonde. In one movie, she has black hair. Like she's, she's, She completely... She some transforms... People, Yes, but some people you you know who they are wherever they are because they look like them, it's and true. others really disappear into it. So that she really, so far, has what I've seen is she disappears into I, it. I'm joking. And I understand I'm that she's a chameleon. Um, Laura Dern, I love, and she was fabulous in Marriage Story. She was great in Marriage Story. I honestly don't. Um, I need to see Kathy Bates' performance because I, I haven't seen it. I don't think for Laura Dern. Uh, honestly, I don't think that's her. I don't think that's her, of Laura Dern's work. I don't think that's Oscar caliber work from her. Of what I've seen, I'm leaning towards Margot. Um, yeah, but also because of the movie. It's so super topical. And she's the uh, only one in that movie of the top three women that didn't have a real life human being to model her character off. So that's cool. Oh, that's true. She actually had that's to true. build a character for that entirely. Not that the other actors didn't, but... I mean, Johansson was great in Jojo Rabbit as well. She was. But I think she was stronger in Marriage Story. But she was fabulous in Jojo Rabbit. And then Florence, yeah, I haven't seen Little Women yet. But um, Margot's been nominated before, and I feel like this might be this might be her year. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Otherwise, Florence will come out of nowhere and win, and we'll be like, whoa. <laughs> All right, what about lead actor? Lead actor? Um, Who do we got? We've got Banderas in Pain and Glory, DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, Jonathan Price in The Two Pups. So what a category! And Joaquin's, again, Joaquin's going to win I mean, this in a walk. Joaquin's going to win. He is. But again, I need to say, Globes versus um, Oscars. Rocket Man. Yep. He won. Yep. He won the Globe and then didn't even get the nomination. And that's happened before several times, but it always surprises me when it happens. Now, he did win in musical comedy because that's what they'll, they'll do sometimes, but to not even get the nomination well, and throw in Banderas That Rocket and Man wasn't DiCaprio. up for Best Feature. Considering that yeah. it, it also did really well. It did well commercially. It's up for song. Is that what it's up yeah, for? Yeah, but for a film like that to do well commercially, but Joker... Um, think Little Women's only had a few weekends. It's just like, it's interesting because I understand um, the Academy versus box office is very different. Very different. But it continues to be a plague of our industry that we're going to recognize things that are not commercially popular. Yeah. Uh, it's great to recognize art house films. Always, Absolutely. Always, that's what Absolutely. The, that, but that's what the Independent Spirit Awards are for. That's what a BAFTA is for to me. Mm, interesting. I, I think that the Academy Awards uh, Achievements in Motion Picture 
also include achievements in pop culture because the Academy Awards uh, is also kind of a uh, tastemaker oh, for pop culture. as far as superhero movies, like you've talked about that before, that, that genre and, and getting them involved? Oh, or? No, no, not those, but I'm saying... Um, I mean, yes, those, but I'm, I'm saying things that are like super, super popular um, shouldn't necessarily be recognized if they've if there's no like real contribution. But at the same time, Rocket Man did really well. Is that's a true. great story? That's true. Is important and yeah, you're talking about something that really like happened as a human being's story. It's a story and that it's just it's now. Do you think because Bohemian Rhapsody was so huge last year, they were like, well, say. we they, they just did this last year just with somebody else, so they weren't giving it as much. I don't say credibility or as much. It just it's it stings because I think that that's the the if that's what I the like academy is thinking. That's the politics of it. That's a shame. I know, but for Taron to have won the Globe and then not even get the nomination it's, just it's it just surprised me. It really surprised me. All right, lead actress Cynthia Revo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, uh, Sasha. Sorry, I don't know how to say her name. Uh, Sersha. Sersha. Sersha Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron, Throne, Throne, Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. I think Renee will win I think it's going to be Renee. I need to see Cynthia Revo over here. I was going to say, however, Cynthia, I've heard, is a powerhouse. I haven't seen it yet, and I haven't seen Little Women. Bombshell, to me, is not... uh, There's no lead actor in Bombshell, to me. It's the three of them together. So they might have split it so that Margot could win one and Charlize could win one, but I don't think Charlize is going to win over Renee, although her, her portrayal of Megan... Kelly was strong beyond strong. I mean, and the makeup game on that too. I kept being like, where's Charlize? It's the, it's the, since monster, which is when she won last, it's the first time she has fully vanished into something and truly was someone else in an actual person. And that was, that was incredible. So, I mean, she could slip in and surprise. Second time for her doing like a biopic in that way. Right. So, I mean, she could, it could slip in and she could take it, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Renee. Um, how do we feel about the fact that having not seen Us or Farewell, that Aquafina and uh, Lupita Nyong'o are not nominated in this category? A lot of people were angry that Lupita was not. It didn't surprise me, um, only because of the politics of the Academy. I feel like she should have been based on the performance, and it's Lupita Nyong'o, and I've heard she's so phenomenal. But, but can we talk about but, the fact that the only person of color in this category nominated is Cynthia. Is Cynthia Revo for playing a black we, abolitionist? We had this whole talk. Yeah, go into that. You and I talked about this. And at you know, the okay. Other night. So let's let's you know call what spade. What did Lupita win for last time? No, but we're both white, so we that's are. an important thing to speak from first. Is that you know we understand that we're both white, so we have a perspective on it. That is not necessarily a perspective of somebody who's dealt with the struggle of being a person of color. But it insults me to no end that a lot of our. Um, people of color really only get recognized when they're in like assigned roles that we're comfortable like with. Like Octavia Spencer and you the help. In, and an subsur- in a subservient yeah. role. Um, you have Cynthia Revo getting nominated for playing Harriet Tubman. It's right. great that she's getting recognized and her performance of her is amazing, but, and then we still need to see but it. That's what we need to see. But at the same time, it's like, cool. Can we look at Lupita Nyong'o in us? She's playing two characters. Yeah. Opposite each other. Yeah. And it's a powerhouse performance. And 
she's in a genre that doesn't typically get recognized. And That's l- where my mind went. It's not a genre that typically gets nominated but for, except Get, get Out. Out was praised. Yeah, but it was also like the year of Jordan Peele, and it was the it was the backlash year against Oscar So White. Right. So there's a, the politics of it is so so interesting, complicated, and very yeah. intriguing. And while I would love to pull back the curtain and know, I also don't because I kind of like sitting on the sidelines in this way and, and like, trying to guess. Well, just because <laughs> I, I hope <laughs> trying to figure it out. I hope it's not literally black and white. If it is, so yeah. simply black and white. No, I don't think it is. I, I think there's a lot to it but I know people were very upset that Lupita and Aquafina who again just won the globe yeah. didn't get a nomination I think it's so interesting that that happened twice yeah. this year um, and Scarlett Johansson and good for you good for you is it the first time since Julianne Moore where there, she was nominated so. for both supporting and lead I think that's and I don't think and deserve they were both great but to me I think if you're going to recognize her in supporting actress for Jojo Rabbit, which to me is a better performance than her performance in Marriage Story. Oh, that's hard. You can't. Well, just because Marriage Story, she was so fantastic. But But, she was also wonderful in Jojo. But then you also have other actors who also have been awarded for their work this year in Aquafina, who are not being recognized by the Academy. It's like an interesting push and pull. Definitely. Definitely. What about director? Do you want to go through that? Oh, yeah. That's Let's look at... Uh, we got Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for, pardon me, for Parasite. I am thinking it is probably going to be Tarantino. I'm thinking Tarantino. Um, or Sam or Mendes. Mendes. It might go to Sam Mendes. So and he won. Tarantino and Mendes are kind of the 1-1A, 1-1-B situation. Yeah. Bong Joon-ho yeah. for Parasite, which probably will also win Best Foreign Film. It'll probably win um, Best Foreign Film. And Todd Phillips for Joker. I mean, it's a great job. I don't think he'll win director for it. I don't either. I think the nomination is deserved, but I don't think... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adapted screenplay. We have The Irishman. Uh, we have Steven Zellian for Irishman, Joe Rabbit, Taika Waititi. Todd uh, Joker had Todd Phillips, Scott Silver, Just Mercy had Destin, Daniel Cretton, and Andrew Lanham, Little Women by Greta Gerwig, The Two Popes, Anthony uh, McCartan. I think Greta Gerwig. I was going to say, I think it adapted. might be Greta. Um, as, you were, as we were reading that list, I went, oh, this might be where Todd with Joker gets it. But no, I think it'll go probably to Greta. Yeah. And deserved. Uh, I th- yeah, I think from everything I've heard, it's the best the best version of that story that's been told. But at the same time, Jojo Rabbit getting snubbed out might, like Taika might sneak in with Jojo Rabbit for best adapted screenplay. That's true. But the recognition also might just be enough that this story needs to be highlighted. It's really like, uh, I don't think we'd see, have you seen Jojo Rabbit the last time we talked? I don't think we had. Honestly, I think that, um, there's been a lot of complaint about Oscars so white or Oscars so male because there's so many categories in which there are outstanding work by female con- uh, contributors to the art, and they just haven't been recognized. Um, I don't think it has ever been the intention of the Academy to only recognize white men for their work and their contribution, but I think that it is um, such a ingrained thing to recognize white men first Yeah, that okay. it is a systemic hill to climb over 
uh, for female and uh, people of color trying to contribute in these arts. And I think it's a shame, but I think that this is one of the few art forms that um, you can still do really, really well and make a living being in second place. So, hey, this is one of those few things where if you're getting recognized at this level and people are questioning why you weren't winning or getting nominated, you're still doing pretty well. And you still have a voice and you still mm-hmm. have an opportunity to speak to the change you want to create. That's true. That's true. Um, animated. Animated feature. I was uh, I was shocked that uh, Frozen, Frozen 2, 2 was, was nominated. not nominated. Everything I've heard about um, the uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, they're really excited for that. I did hear that that's wonderful. Did you ever watch the How to Train Your Dragon mm, series? No. I uh, never saw the third, but the, the first and second were so good. I have one request to the Academy as they're putting the show together to divert off of this, but like on the same line is yes. that um, Into the Unknown should be performed by Adina Menzel and Penny oh. at the Disco. Oh. They should do... Oh, do it together. I think that that is... Because to me... Who's going to introduce her? I really hope it's John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get the name right this time? No, I think he butchered it again great. on purpose. Adele, and here we go again. Nadel Nazim. Nadel Nazim. Um, that would be really and interesting, I think, putting I think that together. Taryn and... Um, Elton are going to do it together. together. I, think I just will. think it's a, it's a really... It's a missed opportunity to not... Um, just... I think the most important thing for the Academy, as important as it is for them to feel stuffy and highbrow, is to remember that commercial sales during their show and um, the greater appeal of their films is to the masses. So you have to remember, at the end of the day, we need to entertain people. That shouldn't be the overall driving force behind why you're putting your show together or how you're picking the winners, but at the same time, People need to be watching your show. It's People true. need to be excited. People need to be clicking on videos on YouTube about acceptance speeches, this, that, and the Absolutely. other. Absolutely. And if they're not, you're not producing a good show. <laughs> That's true. Let's look at one more because you had we had done um, adapted screenplay. You want to look at original? original? Mm-hmm. You want to read it because I just lost it. Original. That's score. Original. Original. That's the song. I lost it, too. I figured you had it since you made... No, I didn't have it yet. Cool. I just wanted to bring it up so we didn't, like, jump into another one. Because, I mean, we could do all of them, but I figured it would be better. It's a, all right, there's Adapted. Original! Knives Out. I really want to see Knives Out. So do I. Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. I know we mentioned this last week, but when Tarantino won for this one, and he was like, there are normally so many people to thank, except I did it. So it may cracked me up. Um, he might be, and that might, might happen for this. <laughs> His ninth film. It might happen for this, uh, but I haven't seen Knives Out yet. Marriage Story. The script is no, Bob. I blew my mind. It was cutting. The next morning, Jason and I were sitting uh, having breakfast with Lila. We were both exhausted. And we were just. But that also speaks to the performance drained. of the entire cast. No, absolutely. But without having the page to do that with. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, and the direction and the space, like no, it, it's for just sure, a, but a it's really well just, movie. it's just good powerful. For, good for you, Netflix. Good, yeah, for right? you. Parasite, haven't seen yet again. Uh, 1917, I've heard is incredible, yeah. but I'm thinking it might be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Marriage Story. Can we talk briefly before anything else? Yes. 
how crazy it is that Netflix is a huge player in the Academy Awards. And That's how crazy. just was it just six, seven years ago they got their first nomination for House of Cards? Yeah. And they've gone from uh, legitimizing the web series and proliferating or and contributing to the death of Blockbuster to <laughs> being a powerhouse studio at the and Academy Awards. The Academy Awards. When I first moved out here 13 years ago. Um, oh, yeah. Had that happened when I... No. No. I almost posted a photo. I didn't. I almost posted a photo going, today I become an L.A. woman. It is my L.A. bat mitzvah. You talked about this but, briefly. But I, I did not. I did not post it. Um, but when I first got here, I booked three pretty large web series yeah. back to back. One of them actually was starting to take off. Uh, I was at the very first Streamy Awards, but this was before anybody recognized it, and it didn't seem legit. Before it was looked legitimate, like, yeah. yeah, legitimate art form, yeah. legitimate media. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think how times have changed. how far it's come, and now Netflix and well, e- and even series on YouTube Hulu, and, and Hulu are up for Emmys and winning. I mean, it's it's the next remarkable. The next wave is going to be quibbies. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. The thing is, is over the course of the next 10 years, if you look back at the Academy Awards in 2010, which I would love to pull up because I would love to have done research for this and I haven't. But you look at them (laughs) then versus now, like which studios are producing these films. And then you think, where are we going to be in 10 years? 10 years from now. Who are those studios going to be? Yeah. Honestly, I think it's going to have a completely different landscape. And I think the big, scary, old studio is going to feel like it's Netflix. Really? That or Amazon, because they just have money to burn. Yep, that's true. <laughs> they that's can take true. a risk on an art film. Yeah, they can. And but then they also have the the um, apparatus to turn that art film into a pop culture f- phenomena. So it's so interesting. Yeah. Well, the Oscars are on February 9th. and the SAG Awards are this Sunday, which I'm so excited about. Cause yeah. Actors supporting actors. Do you know who's hosting this year? I don't remember. I just blanked. Not the hurt. Oscars aren't having a host, but no, who's hosting the SAG Awards? No idea. I don't remember. But I will enjoy. You will enjoy. We will all enjoy. And that's going to be our art scene today, I guess. <laughs> 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 Thank you all for tuning in. Like you said. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this has, has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye.